This weekend, we will have the parallel from Mark's Gospel, St. Mark's Gospel, of today's Gospel passage, so I'm not going to talk a whole lot about this. Uh, but uh, St. Matthew uses a particular turn of phrase that perhaps uh, we need some explanation of, not, not major. But when, when I hear this, somebody once asked me, what, do, what does that mean, the kingdom of God is at hand? Well, we, we don't necessarily use that phrase all that often, but if you want to imagine, it's, it's just within reach. It's, it's coming. It's, it's, it's not quite in hand, but it's at hand. And that's how close the kingdom of God is. And it, it remains for us just right outside our grasp yet. Uh, and we know it's Christ who gives it to us. But as the dis- disciples go forth, they probably experience something uh, else that God can use whatever activity, whatever it is that happens. And today in our first reading, we have that happening. If you remember back all the way to yesterday, and a lot has happened since yesterday at Mass, right? But all the way to yesterday, we heard about St. Joseph, or Joseph in the Old Testament, um, <clears throat> being sold in slavery, I shared that. And today he reveals himself to his brothers, and he's highly distressed. He doesn't want to re- reveal himself to uh, his servants, probably because they would turn around and say, you know, uh, Pharaoh, he's not a true Egyptian. Pharaoh knew uh, that he wasn't a true Egyptian, but uh, it would cause all sorts of problems. But Joseph reveals himself to his brothers. And I find it interesting when they record and report the words of their father, Jacob. When Jacob is talking about Joseph, did you catch that? I suppose he's dead. After all these years, he's been holding on. I haven't seen him since. I, and now and now I, I, I assume he's dead, but jo- uh, poor Joseph. Jacob has been waiting all these years. And, and Joseph turns around too and says, don't be distressed. You intended this for evil, would be a uh, nice way of putting it. You intended this for evil. You intended just to get rid of me. But God used it to save us, to save my family, to save you. God used that. And I found myself reflecting, you know, how many of us have ever had anything bad happen? I'm sure even the, I'm not asking for a sign of hands, but even the youngest among us can say, I've had some terrible things happen, some things you'd rather not have happen. Can God use those? Yes. Does God cause those? No, evil does. Sometimes it's physical evil, sometimes it's moral evil, sometimes it's evil people. But God does not cause evil, but God can bring good out of evil. God can make it straight. He can make even the crooked road straight, and in the end, he will. St. Joseph tells us this in so much. It was really for the sake of saving lives that God sent me here ahead of you. The God used what was evil for good. And perhaps this day we might reflect on some of the evils that we've endured, or whatever it is, and we might ask God, how are you using that? Do, and do we have the faith to allow God to use those evils? Do we have the faith to be able to come and say, I don't understand fully, but I trust you. And I think when we do, we'll find that indeed the kingdom of God is truly at hand for us.
because we'll see that God is alive and active and working in our lives.